The Life, Love, and Leadership podcast is a presentation of Marissa Q. Payne International, Dr. James Payne Speaks, and the Foundation for Successful Marriages with Rare Gem Productions. Learn more at SuccessfulMarriages.org. And here are your hosts, the doctor and the missus, Marissa Q. Payne and Dr. James Payne. Welcome back to Life, Love, and Leadership with Dr. James and Marissa Q. Payne. I'm Marissa Q. Payne. And I'm Dr. James Payne. And we're super excited to have you tuned in for this best of episode of the Life, Love, and Leadership podcast. Yes, we had so much fun last week with our first best of. Yes. So nice. We're doing it twice. So nice. We're doing it twice. And we're glad that you're with us. So we are continuing in with our best of series. Listen to some of our favorite highlights. So what episode would you like to revisit? So I can recall an episode. Episode two, uh, our experience out where I said you were wasting my good $70 lunch uh, (laughs) with Angry Chew and just being really, really, really uh, uh, divisive at the table. We were just having a tough time uh, working together and working through an issue. Let's listen. Yes. So we are ready for our fight of the week. Mm. So actually, we didn't have a fight this week. (laughs) So that was good. Um, We don't actually fight every single week. Sometimes we, you know, get our quota in. We might do three this week and then none next week. So this was a none next week. So I actually had to go back to a previous week, which I did. And so this week I want to talk about date night gone bad. Mm. And how something small can, you know, basically ruin a night that was supposed to be good. So if you remember, um, actually, it wasn't date night. We were actually having lunch. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we went out to lunch and where it was a, you know, nice spring day where energy is good. It was a Saturday and all was well. We went to lunch and um, as we typically do, because we're always balancing, we I brought up a subject. I think I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was one of the projects we're working on. And I was like, hey, you want to talk about this? And um, you said yes. And then you started talking. I was like, well, what are you thinking? And you start sharing what you were thinking. And I was like, well, I don't want to start there. That doesn't make sense. And you're like, well, if that doesn't make sense, then you you tell me where to start. You know, well, why don't you just start? And I was like, no, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm just saying it seems weird um, to start there when we don't know what's involved. I actually think it was about the podcast, if I'm not mistaken. And I think we were talking about you. Were, we were talking about frequency, how frequent we wanted to do it. And I was like, well, let's talk about what the purpose is first before we talk about frequency. And for whatever reason, that seemed to offend you. And it just kind of spiraled out of control from there. Like I wanted you to go ahead because I was really interested in hearing your thoughts because I felt like I had already shared my thoughts. You mm. flat out refused to share presumably because I had offended you. And then before we know it, you know, we're like arguing over salads now at lunch over nothing. And it just kind of like kept spiraling. So yes, yes. And I I hate it every time we have a fight over food and you waste my good $70 lunch. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) 
Does that have to do with anything? <laughs> no, I, I think the uh, the thing that pops up for me about that particular incident, I, I struggle to recall uh, the exact details, but I do recall there was a measure of offense uh, that occurred. There was also some tension, I think, even before we, we tried to broach the conversation that I picked up in your body language. And so I was reluctant to even really engage that conversation. You were always talking about my body language. Yes, because it's not always positive. <laughs> yes. Go on. Anyway, and so uh, as your body language kind of set the tone, I said, okay, this is going to be uh, very tricky territory to try to walk through this because she's already, um, you know, we, we talk about uh, twos and tens. She's already at about a level seven or eight uh, anxiety about something. And so offending me, right out of the gate definitely just shut me down mm. and you know once I got offended your body language was already bad I just said eh, I don't want to talk uh, about this at all and so we sat for literally 20 25 minutes and we were just angry chewing <laughs> you ever sat just angry chewing we were just uh, yeah, angry chewing I was there <laughs> yes and uh, you know it, it is nothing like picking up the environment like your wait staff can feel the tension in the yeah. Room. Oh, yeah. They are approaching the table slowly and with caution because they don't <laughs> want to be the third party associated with this argument, with this fight. And so uh, I recall just us being really, really angry, really, really upset. And so we had that moment of silence, which I actually think was OK, because, mm. you know, silence can be golden. Now, I don't think we necessarily approached it in the best way, but I think being able to be silent, get calm. Well, we got silent because you shut down. Yes. Which you're welcome. You are so <laughs> welcome for that. I helped you. But here's the thing, like, and and I, you know, I'm I'm gonna give you this whole body language thing. We'll talk about this when we get off the podcast. But <laughs> um <laughs> but I think that you tend to put a lot of stock in the body language or the tone. And I always feel like that's unfair because we just we fight differently. Right. I'm dramatic, whether I'm happy, angry or sad. I appreciate right? you saying that. Expressive. Yes. And so it's very difficult for me. It's not that I'm like yelling, per, you know, I'm passionate. <laughs> um, and I mean, I may my voice may be elevated, but I'm not yelling. Right. And so but then as that's happening, you sort of focus on that. But I feel like your language can also be just as cutting. Right. And so you might not be as demonstrative as I am, but the words that you're saying can be sharp. Mm. And so I think we end up having that dynamic. And again, it just accelerated and accelerated. And so we ended up you're just like, you know, I'm done. And I'm just like, we we didn't even start talking yet. How can, you know, what even is this? Um, and so then, like you said, it creates this terrible date night energy, but we got through it. Yeah. So how we worked it out in this particular instance, uh, again, the silence 
was golden, although it wasn't uh, intentional silence in a positive way. I was just angrily done and I don't enjoy arguing. So when I get to a point where um, I don't feel the conversation is productive, I shut down and I just let you stew in your feelings, which I understand is tough for you because you have all these words you want to get out. And so when I shut the conversation down, you know, I, I recognize you are just you can see steam coming out of your afro uh, <laughs> when I shut the conversation Leave my down. afro out of this. Uh, but I, I think how we worked through it uh, was that silence actually helped us uh, to get calm. Uh, and so we went through the, the lunch. We had the angry chew 20, 25 minutes because uh, you eat fast when you're angry. You just chew more aggressive when you're angry. <laughs> and so we chewed, swallowed and paid. Uh, and then we got out to the car and we're walking to the car and we get in the car. And uh, by that point, we were a little calmer and we were able to kind of slowly broach the conversation uh, and start talking about it uh, with with a calmer head. So I think some of that may actually serve uh, working to the halt principle, if you will, because mm. we were at the restaurant, which means we were hungry. And the halt principle says you should never have important dialogue when you're hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. And we were at least hungry. What do you say about that? At, at least. <laughs> <laughs> at least. And I, I think you, as usual, paint a rose colored reflection because I'm pretty sure we did not agree right in the car ride home. I'm pretty sure it was a silent ride home and you probably went and played golf or something and later we came back um, and I, I think what I realized is that you know to your point it was spillover again mm. because there was an unresolved conversation from a few days earlier that hadn't happened so we were kind of I was trying to have that conversation as well and you're like wait what conversation are we having so you kind of get flooded um, but finally when we got to a place where I could be heard right we were able to come to the conversation with cooler heads and the issue that had not been resolved we were able to talk that through and then we were able to kind of make peace mm. um, but but I think it's important that when you shut down which like you said it can be a good strategy but you do have to come back because mm -hmm. otherwise it's left festering and yeah. for some of us that does not work and, and I think this has been true for us and this has been something I've really worked to bring to bear in our relationship you don't have to solve everything right then and there mm -hmm. uh, and, and in fact there are some things you know based on the consequence of, of what's going on that you don't necessarily have to solve at all mm -hmm. and so being able to uh, recognize that this isn't you know something we have to do right now so how about go I to bed angry key. can you go do you go to bed angry uh, I go to bed uh, resolved what does that mean that means I go to bed um, with the mind that if we have an issue that's on the table that we have not come to agreement with, I go to bed with the understanding that at some point we're going to work through it. We're going to connect. We're going to solve the problem. So, so yes, you go to bed angry. If you just want me to say it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's okay. And it's okay. Yeah. I think some people are like, you got to solve. No, we're going to solve this tonight. Probably not. No. Because we're angry. Just go to bed. Mm. 
Absolutely. Just go to bed. Mm. And that's the connection why marriage is important. So we're not boyfriend, girlfriend. Mm. Uh, We have made a commitment. So when I say uh, I go to bed with resolve, I go to bed with the understanding that we are in a marriage commitment. We got a a couple of forevers. We got a couple of forevers. And uh, so, yes, we do go to bed without having completely resolved every issue dynamic that may have reared its ugly head during the day. But we go to bed in the resolve that we are committed to one another. We're committed to this relationship and we're committed to working through the issues that we need to work through. Yeah, it's a marathon, not a sprint. And I I must say that I think that that's one of the things I love about our growth is how we're able to recover Mm. from disagreements now, Mm -hmm. you know, that we can table it and still enjoy each other. Mm -hmm. It's just like, okay, this is going left. Clearly, we're not supposed to talk about this. Let's change the subject. The sun is shining. Let's go over here because we got a couple of forevers. Mm. Right. And it doesn't everything. The, the sky is not falling based on this one little argument. Mm. Yeah. And that goes back to uh, halt, uh, the, the tired part of, of halt. Uh, you know, if, if you are tired, you shouldn't engage uh, in important dialogue. So go ahead, get some sleep, feel better, wake up uh, when there is a mutually agreeable time yeah. uh, and space for you two to come back together and deal with it. Do so. Yeah, it's funny. Um, I think that we've had kind of these communication opportunities a number of times, I think, since starting the podcast. Mm -hmm. And what comes to mind for me is you often say that I um, don't know how to like not let go, but timing Right. Mm -hmm. How timing matters Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, letting things just kind of marinate, I guess, for a little while, enjoying the moment or not ruining the moment. You know, Mm -hmm. if I'm wanting to talk about something and it's obvious you're not in the mood to talk about it at that moment, not necessarily being persistent about it or what have you, it might seem like a little thing to me. And it's a big thing to you for whatever reason, which never makes sense to me. And so I'm like, this mm. is a little thing, but it's obvious it's a big thing to right, you. Right. So I have to, to learn you. to sort of, even when it doesn't make sense to me, mm. if it's causing tension and pressure to just let up. Mm. I think I'm learning that because, and I think one of the ways I'm continuously learning this is that when I do that, you tend to come back and see yourself better or what have you. So like if I just let it go, then you may come back and say, you know what? I mansplain. Mm. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. No, I think the important thing is getting uh, yourself out of the way so your partner can see their own behavior. Because kind of as long as you stay in the way, it's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem. Uh, And getting yourself out of the way is key. So that's funny because it reminds me, it takes me back to episode seven where Mm. we talked about, first talked about mansplaining. Oh, wow. (laughs) Wow. Wow. And um, your introduction to it. So I'm curious. Well, let's listen to the segment first. Yeah, let's do that. All right. So we are going to move on cautiously. (laughs) To the fight of the week. Tiptoe in this space. (laughs) Our fight of the week this week is about what I have titled mansplaining. 
Mansplaining. Well, you know what? Is is that a real word or? Yes, it's a real word. It's a real thing. I know it's your favorite topic, but it really happened. Okay, so let let me let the listeners and subscribers in on the story first because you look like you about ready to go in already. Can can, can I ask before you go into the story, can you please (sighs) define and just kind of define what is mansplaining? So for you, Dr. Payne, I looked it up, okay? And (laughs) (laughs) Merriam-Webster defines mansplaining as to explain something to a woman in a condescending way that assumes she has no knowledge about the topic. Mm. Dictionary.com explains it as to mansplain is for a man to explain something to a woman in a condescending manner. Mm-hmm. So those definitions marry each other. Okay. But I like this, particularly when the woman is an expert in the subject. All right. Yes. Do you, you need any more qualifiers before I share or bring the listeners in on the scenario? I will allow those two to ride. <laughs> So I'm going to need y'all help. I could tell you that already. Right. So let me set the scene, ladies and gentlemen, because like I said, I have a feeling you're going to have to ref this conversation. We are definitely going to need your input. Um, So this was one of the things that was like a two out of 10 for me. So ultimately, I think we just are. I just dropped it. We just dropped it. Um, But I definitely want to hear what people think about it. Um, you can join the conversation as usual at SuccessfulMarriages.org or swing over to the post on Facebook and share your thoughts. So anyway, here's the scene. You were in your recliner doing your thing, and I have been working on the calendar, um, speaking of children, and I have been working on kind of the fall calendar and figuring out how we were going to get the kids back to college and all that jazz. And uh, I shared with you that we had some conflicts around getting our son back to school, that there was something going on the day before and the day after and we were going to either have to make a change in one of those conflicts or um, just having to do something different because we needed to book our flight Mm -hmm. and um, you know I had thoughts about it I was like I think we can do a flight up you know, the morning of and come back the same day you were like oh I really want to stay and I was like yeah but these are the consequences and so then out of nowhere or what seemed like out of nowhere to me, you say, oh, the flights are cheap. We should book our flight today. And I was like, yes, (laughs) as we've been discussing, (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I need to know what you want to do so that we can book the flight. And I said, you're totally mansplaining right now. You said, You weren't mansplaining. You were just telling me about the price. Exactly. So if anybody heard what she just described, ladies and gentlemen, uh, (laughs) she was talking through a time conflict. So we had a schedule conflict on uh, that were bookends uh, and our son needed to get back to college in the middle. So we had a conflict the day before conflict day after. And. You know, so she just did it again, by the way. (laughs) I literally just told him that. Oh my God. (laughs) But let me get my tea. Go keep going. Get your tea. 
So that was the issue. And so she's talking through how we work through this conflict. I bring up, okay, a price component. So I say, okay, the prices are great now. Let's go ahead and book today. So I'm talking about pricing. You're talking about scheduling. That cannot be made. I was talking about booking the flight. Right. But you were talking about it in a context of the schedule. I was talking about it in context to the pricing. So it's the same conversation, but different elements. You get that? No. <laughs> no, I don't. I think you're just being difficult for the sake of being difficult. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I don't think that's mansplaining. You correct me if I'm wrong. I, yeah. So as I mentioned, this is short fight of the week because <laughs> that is as simple as it gets. But I definitely want to hear from you all. What do you think? Is that mansplaining or is it... Um, Early onset, oh my god, onset of dementia, or like what is it? I it maybe is, it's not like textbook mansplaining. Oh, I know what it is. I know what oh, it is. Oh gosh, maybe it's you. <laughs> I know what it is. Mystery solved. Maybe it's just you. Help me. Help. <laughs> Help me. Somebody. I got it. We we don't have to search no more. Mystery solved. It's you. I, I can't do it. <laughs> so, like I said, we didn't really resolve this one per se, but I definitely have some thoughts about how we moved on. Mm. And, I, you know, I'd love to continue the conversation in social spaces with um, our listeners and subscribers. But ultimately what happened and what I know for sure, like we've been having this mansplaining conversation for, for centuries. It's been a while. <laughs> and we probably will never agree, you know, on it necessarily. And so um, ultimately what I wanted was to book a flight that day. Mm-hmm. And you wanted to book a flight that day. Mm-hmm. And so we could spend time on the semantics, right, of right. whether or not that was mansplaining, whether or not you were being whatever, or if I was being whatever, or we could just book a flight, right? Because exactly. we both wanted the same thing. So exactly. you attack the problem or you attack the person. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, one of the things we uh, go back to a lot with the research of um, John Gottman, like we've talked about before, is that 69% mm. of marriage problems Un- are are unsolvable, resolvable, unresolvable, mm-hmm. right? Or perpetual. I think he says perpetual. We say unresolvable. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so this is kind of one of those things. Like we are, are never probably ever going to agree on whether or not something is mansplaining or not. You know, because you still don't even believe it's a thing, right? For starters, and and we don't have to. Like it's not. That's not even the point. Right. And so I I couldn't agree more. I think the large issue that you really want to take on as a couple that we take on as a couple is kind of what's the consequence of the decision? You know, what's Mm. the consequence of of what's going on here? Uh, If it's relatively insignificant, Mm -hmm. play through it. (laughs) Play through the contact. Make the left handed layup. These are sports references. Uh, I wish I could see my face. I'm just like, (laughs) what? In the All the guys got it, though. Or the sports people. Or the sports people. Because it could be women there. You're right. See what I'm saying? Pray All for the me. time. Pray for me. <laughs> I'm the reason that God made grace. Thank you, Kirk Franklin, for that line. I'm the reason why God made grace. There you go. 
fight of the week, ladies and gentlemen. We cannot wait to continue the conversation in social spaces. Yes, sir. So uh, I have to admit, I've been reflecting over time and I've got to be completely honest with you. Oh, Lord. I have a tendency to mansplain. Oh, <laughs> so I, I've oh been, my gosh. I've been listening to my and see, I think part of the issue is we don't necessarily listen to ourselves talk often, but I've been listening a lot to our podcast in our first season and. I have recognized that I have a tendency to repeat things that were already said frequently. (laughs) I told you guys, this podcast, we are going to be the people that get helped the most. This is like the best, the best of is the best episode. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I I definitely mansplained that that is a fact. There's nothing else to be said. I love it. But here's the rub. Uh Oh, I'm comfortable with it. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm comfortable with it. (laughs) All right, folks. So we're going to call that a show. Thank you so much. I hope you're enjoying our best of. And um, if you are, will you please share it with someone? We want to bring on new listeners before we start season two. And this is a great way for them to get introduced to the show. We look forward to continuing the conversation on Facebook or Instagram. As always, send us your questions, feedback, comments to SuccessfulMarriages.org. And we will talk to you in social spaces. See you. Bye. This is Life, Love, and Leadership. The Life, Love, and Leadership podcast is a presentation of Marissa Q. Payne International, Dr. James Payne Speaks, and the Foundation for Successful Marriages. Connect with us, find us and follow on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to learn more about our guests, show notes, services, events, or to get involved, visit SuccessfulMarriages.org. Life, Love, and Leadership is another positive production of Rare Gem Productions. Thanks for listening.